With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. The Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. Biscuit, it's Jimmy from Boston. Petey, you got some balls referring to those tight gray elastic bottom Danny Zuko sweatpants you wear as cool. Are you kidding me? Do yourself a favor and burn those things. You ain't 15 and this ain't 1985. And while you're at it, you should probably get rid of that mesh Don Mattingly half shirt I'm pretty sure you wear with those sweats. And J.J. Watt, I know you expect the fans to continue to spend their cherished Sundays especially after a 2-14 season, by the way, watching the rest of your Texans games this year. So you can sack up and sure as shit get back on board and stick it out with the best show on the planet. Where's the loyalty, kid? And trust me, with the Lorax as your quarterback, you're going to need the laughs this year, buddy. Later. You ain't got enough stamps in your passport to fuck with young H.O. <laughs> International. Um... Uh. Pete and Sebastian show. We're back. Very consistent. I'm really, I've been impressed with our consistency lately. Oh, it's pretty amazing. Uh, seemingly did had a uh, little hiccup there for a couple of months, but we're back. We're back on track. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's helped that we shot it down the once a week, but nevertheless, it uh, gives us more to talk about, and, and which is what? Where we got? What do we got going on? Anything? What do I got? I'll tell you what, I'm into Jay-Z right now, and if Lou could do a little uh, Jay-Z, the uh, song's called 30-something. I don't want to! Really feeling that right now. Got into a Jay-Z vibe over the last three days and been downloading everything from Hate with uh, Kanye West off the Blueprint 3 album to this 30-something from Kingdom Come. Really? So that's what I'm feeling. So if we could just get that, maybe uh, maybe to start the show, Lou, if it's not already playing. Whoop, there it is! Uh, Jay Z. I saw the concert with him and Beyonce on HBO, and uh, I gotta tell you, man, they know how to put on a show. Something about something about. Oh God, come on with this. Yeah. Hello. Hello. We don't want nothing. That's all. Uh, I'm sorry. See, you know what? It's like they, they got to... It's over with telemarketing already, okay? I got 41 calls from telemarketers here. 41. By the way, isn't there a thing... And this goes out to the listeners, and please hit me back on the, the Pete and Sebastian Show uh, Facebook page. Isn't there a thing where you could type something on your phone... And it takes you off some calling list? Probably. I mean, I know I do that when you want to unsubscribe to stuff for emails. But whenever I unsubscribe, I just seem to be getting more and more. Maybe not from the same place, but you just can't stop it. 
Oh, it's it's constant, and uh, I wouldn't mind unsubscribing to phone calls in general. Well, then how would anyone get a hold of you? Well, you mean just yeah. Well, let's that's say, the point. Who would you go with if you were going to do just ten people have your number that you can trust not to pass it on? Oh yeah. my God! What can you is believe up? this shit? What the fuck? Oh, th this is a gate call. I'm. So th this is unbelievable. Hold on. <laughs> it's that time again someone's at sebastian's door comedy clip enjoy stand up from pete corielli while we wait for sebastian to get back <laughs> got a pet no huh surprises i figured for maybe a nice store or something how about you, Miss? What do you got? A shih tzu doll. A shih tzu? Yeah, you know, I don't need to breathe. Oh. <laughs> it's a shih tzu. It means it goes a dog. Because maybe I'm so fucking dumb. I thought a shih tzu was a whole world of some sort. Thank you so much for adding dog and avoiding me the awkward moment of having to say, My dog kicked it about a year and a half. You're not allowed to bury your dog on your property. I live in a suburban town, you know? My wife's like, bury my dog in my backyard. I don't give a shit. I pay my taxes and go. So there you are. We did it like a mob hit, like 2 30 in the morning. You got one of those cold lanterns hanging from a branch. Oh, yeah. You gotta cry and shovel at the same time? That's a real calorie burn. Now we started a tradition. Every Christmas Eve, we go out back, we have a drink, we sing a few carols, light a candle by the grave, right? And my father heard me say that. And he's like, oh, when I die, you're going to come to my grave every Christmas Eve and sing some carols? I go, if, if you're buried behind my garage. <laughs> This is unbelievable. <clears throat> yeah. Just when, we said, just, say we, just when we said we were getting back on track, the amount of interruptions right now, and I'm sorry for the, for the lack of professionalism here, but uh, my wife backed into the gate. I, I've never heard this excuse before. My wife backs into the gate. The gate kind of slides you know, from side to side, and uh, she did it when she was on the phone with me. And she said it was the gate's fault. I, I've never heard anybody backing into the gate and saying it's the gate's fault. What's she saying? It came out at her when she wasn't expecting or when it wasn't supposed to? This is what my wife does. She likes to multitask, but she can't multitask. So she'll be on the phone writing an email. She'll forget that she backed into the where the gate kind of closes. Yeah. And the sensor's a little off. But, you know, I, I tell her... And again, I don't know if you ever get in an argument with your wife or you sense an argument's going to come and you can't tell her at that particular time what the problem is. You kind of have to be, oh, you know, yeah. and then like two days later, you go, you know what? When you're moving out of the gate, you should, you should, you know, it's like I got to save the argument for two days. It's, it's just a little too much in the moment. 
Yeah. She's like, I don't, you know, like, I don't want to hear it right now. Uh, when's a good time? <laughs> That's like when you're dealing with someone trying to, as you know now, write something together and you're disagreeing with some of the things they got, and then they got one more thing, and I'm ready to disagree with that, I'm like, I'll save that till Wednesday. <laughs> it's overload. I don't want to bury the guy all the yeah. thing with your wife. You're like, if I bring that up now, forget it. Uh, no, no kidding. So uh, now the guy's out there. I don't know what he's going to charge for this. Well, that's all right. We started, I don't know if you heard it on the last show, we started the Somebody's at Sebastian's Door comedy moment. And that means... <laughs> Anytime you get interrupted is when we play a stand-up clip from either you or me. Um, by the way, this show's going, the whole show is going to be a comedy album. <laughs> the know, way this is going, yeah, I don't know who's going to stop by next. I know this has been touched on, and this goes, it's kind of similar to what you were saying about taking your phone number out of the line, I like so very few people can have it or something. It's accountability, man. And I don't want to get into a whole big thing about it, but I was online the other day, and I just happened to catch, I was watching something which is irrelevant. And then all the comments based on what I was seeing. And it's just the way people aren't accountable for leaving their name when they post something, whether it's nice or whatever. It's not even that, oh, you're a pussy and you should post your name and be responsible. It's that by not being responsible for what you're saying, the internet is littered with shit. And like you got to read twenty posts before you get one post that's like actually a, a solid critique of what you watched or, or what you're talking about, you know? I know that's that's why the you know there's entertainers and there's not entertainers, and basically what the uh, what the internet is is filled with garbage, and, and and that's why you have to read through twenty twenty five posts to find something interesting because. I mean, just going through my feed alone today, it's just like, what are people posting? Oh, really? Yeah, right? It's, it's a, I got to say, when I post stuff on Facebook, the comments people make are uh, funny and good. Um, but when I watch videos and then I, I look below to see what people say, whether it's mine or someone else's, yeah, it's like ridiculous, the stuff they say. It's like... And then, this, and then someone else argues with them over what was just said. Uh, like next thing you know, they're arguing about Star Trek or some shit. Yeah, yeah. It, it always goes into a weird thing, and and you got to look at it as these are people that don't even know each other that are actually spending time messaging each other back and forth on the internet. It goes to show you why America, our country, is falling so behind in uh, education. And every category there is is because this is the type of behavior that we're producing. <laughs> well, I'm well, sorry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna rage today. I'm uh, sweating. I, I took niacin. If you take niacin, <laughs> no, what is it? Uh, this is a new supplement. I don't know if it's new. It's new to me, but uh, it's for like energy and to get you going. And I feel like my skin's gonna fly off my body right now. That's good. Let it out. Let's do a little current event. We don't do enough of this shit. The world's falling apart, man. Falling apart. Let's start with Ebola. There's another one that. Uh, Another nurse out in Dallas yeah. that has it, yeah. and our boyfriend might have it. Now, oh, let's be a little educational here. It doesn't have to be that funny. Do you know off the top of your head what the symptoms are of this thing so we could uh, keep an eye out for you know what's going on? Well, we'll do it our way, all right? We'll do it in layman's terms the best way we can. But from what I understand, it's a fever, it's a sweat, 
And I also understand you can't get it, they say, without physical contact. And they also say you can't get it. When I say physical contact, I mean like if someone, if you, maybe if you touch someone and then you touch your eyelid, that's, that's, that's a penetration, stuff like that. But basically, they make it seem like it's hard to get, right? But every time I turn around, oh, and you also can't get it unless the person who gives it to you is already showing signs of the symptom. All right? Okay. So what I want to know is, are people with o- Ebola making out with fucking people up and down the hallway? Because how is how are we how are people getting this? Well, I went to the EDC or the CDC Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, and I have a list. Walking of some Dead's of the my favorite show of all time. You don't have to tell me what the CDC is as far as the full name, but continue, sir. Okay. <laughs> uh, for those of the Walking Dead fans would get that. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Fever greater than 101.5. Headache. Muscle pain. Weakness. I might have all four of those right now. Okay. <laughs> no, man. You got to be more specific. This sounds like a really big workout. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Diarrhea. Think I had that this morning. Uh-oh. Vomiting, haven't done that yet. Abdominal pain and unexplained hemorrhage, bleeding or bruising. I think I got four out of the, f- maybe five out of the eight uh, symptoms. What, do see, I got this thing or what? No, see, that's it. The one that matters is the last one, right? Bleeding or bruising. If, you, if, you, if you're banging a pen on your pinky and then all of a sudden your pinky starts to bruise, come in. You got Ebola. All the rest, hangover, cold, fever. I don't know. I mean, who... Who, who's to say, bro? Well, okay. If you have this, what is like? What do you die of? Like what? Like at late stage Ebola? What do you look like? Oh, man, I don't know. Man, you want to Google that shit? Google. Like, how does it? How does it go? <laughs> I mean, what? And by the way, by the way, while you're googling that, I want to take a moment to discuss, in my opinion, the selfishness. Of these people coming into contact with Ebola and then lying because they want to go to the fucking movies. Stay inside. Lock it up. They want to go to the movies. Oh, I'm just saying. The woman lied. The people keep lying when they were in in, in contact with Ebola. People keep lying because they want to get on that plane to go home. Or they want to go out with their friends. Shut it down. Shut it down. Shut it down down if somebody came to your front door and their eyes were bleeding would you let them in the house no why are we doing it with the country <laughs> i'm sorry man i'm sorry bro it's, no i got abdominal pain it, Holy shit. this ebola looks like you have severe like chicken pox it looks like your skin's bubbling it, it it don't look good. This this shit don't look good at all. It does. It sounds like you don't need to be a doctor to look at someone in a bowl and say uh, you're dying, guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. As we had this conversation, as we've had this conversation, ten people have died in car accidents. So I'm sorry if I'm not getting over the top crazy yet with the big Ebola. All right. And listen, I mean, do, I, do, do, listen. Yeah. Do you have any fear of flying right now with the Ebola? I mean, we don't really know how it's transmitted. I'm getting mixed reports. Is it airborne? Do you have to urinate in somebody's mouth to get it? What is it? I, look, to bodily me, fluids. I'm hearing. I just don't want any six degree separation to anything whatsoever to do with Africa right now. 
it's 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 not a good place and it has nothing to do with race, creed or color. I'm just saying if Italians had Ebola, I would say shut it off in Italy. No one's coming in. The, me too, man. Absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. I go to the airport. Are there still I haven't checked. Are there still flights coming in from Africa? I mean, shut that shit down. The door is wide open. Oh my sickening you know it's gonna get to the point man where someone's gonna come down on my my layover to minneapolis in hazmat suits i'm gonna be on the phone with jackie going i gotta stay i'm in a holiday in now they're putting duct tape around the doorway and shit i don't know i don't know baby i have no idea i didn't even bring my fucking phone charger this is fucked man uh, okay, is, is this too far to go with it? You're talking about duct tape on hotel rooms, this, that, and the other thing. Tomorrow I'm flying out of, uh, into Florida. Is it crazy if I get on the plane with plastic gloves and one of these medical masks? Is this a good time for that medical mask design thing I was talking about a couple I, months back? If you have a mask, like I actually have paint filters when you scrape paint and stuff. I might bring one when I fly again. Friday, because it just seems to be getting worse and worse. But back pocket, play that shit out. If more than like half the plane starts pulling them out, then I'll pull it out. But I am not pioneering that shit. Okay, too embarrassing. Too embarrassing. What? I don't think it's embarrassing. How about we do this medical mask, whatever you're talking about, that paint mask. Yeah. And then write and black marker on it when you get on the plane. Just put you got Ebola question mark. Just write right on the damn thing. What do you mean? I'm writing asking people? Just write it right on the thing. You got Ebola. Who am I writing that to? To anybody looking at you. Oh, I write it on my mask. <laughs> write it on the mask. Oh, oh man. shit. So, so, like, do you think it's fair to say now uh, no more shaking hands for a while? You know, I thought about that. Uh, you know, I, I, I thought about that. Saying, listen, at the end of the show, I would love to meet you, but with this Ebola thing, apparently you could get it through a bat, too. A very bats carry this thing. Really? You heard about that? No. Any bats over there? In, uh... So now I'm looking for bats in my trees. First it was possums. Now I'm looking up to see if there's any, any bats floating around. My neighbor next door, the guy who I told you about many times, just had a... Uh... Exterminators come. They had to take bats that were in his attic. They were permanently in his attic. Ooh. I checked my attic. I got no bats up there. But geez, now the bats got the biggie. Is it? <laughs> so, uh, how do we know, bro? I need to know exactly how we get this shit, though. Can you tell us that through Google? All right, All right. blood or bl bodily fluids, including but not limited to urine, saliva. All right, what sweat. does that mean? If you have Ebola and you piss on my hand, I'm sorry for being so dumb about this for anyone going is this guy kidding me you piss and you hit my cuticles you hit all the cuticles in my fingernails with your uh, ebola piss am i ebola now do i have it i don't know oh good question God. are at the urinal in the bathroom if you have flip-flops on and you're next to a guy and some of his piss splatters onto your feet <laughs> right 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 do you have the do you have it or do you have to have a cut on your foot and like literally stand in his puddle of piss? And and who's doing that? <laughs> like I, I need to know how these people are getting it. All right. So when they say piss, we need to know more. Do we know a doctor? 
get disconnected and shit. It's not <laughs> I says, when infection does occur in humans, the virus can be spread in several ways to it. Ebola is spread through direct contact, through broken skin, or mucous membranes. For example, the eyes, nose, or mouth. So if somebody urinates in your nose, you got it, right? That sounds like you got it, yeah. Now, okay. Now, if the Ebola person doesn't have a cut, but the other person does have a cut, so then the Ebola person just rubs their finger on the cut of the other person. Is the Ebola going through the finger into the cut, or does it have to be wound on wound? Do we have to I, touch I, wounds? I, I don't know how that how that works uh it's telling me here saliva sweat feces vomit breast milk and semen of the person who is sick with ebola i'm sorry can you repeat that not limited to urine saliva sweat feces vomit breast milk and semen okay so i guess you would have sweat on your fingertip that would get in the cut Yes. 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 Sweat into your open wound. So I don't know, man. I, objects like needles and syringes that have been contaminated with the virus, infected animals. Ebola is not spread through the air or by the water or in general by food. What is? What do you mean? Or in general? What does that mean? If if you have a banana and we split it, you have Ebola. Generally speaking, I'm not going to get it. But once in a while, <laughs> it's been known to happen. Uh, That's what happened. Did I tell you the other day? I was trying to get a, a couple of cheap uh, balloons, helium balloons. Sadie likes to play with them. I go into Dollar General. I get two helium balloons. The guy's like five bucks. What? I, I go, I pay. I go, no problem. But I go, uh, I thought this is Dollar General. I thought everything was a dollar. And he goes, no, no, no. This is Dollar General. Everything is generally a dollar. <laughs> That's a- oh, man. <laughs> So then, why does it? Why do they put that in the title? It is. It's, it's called it, Dollar General. No, it should be the opposite. Generally, a dollar. <laughs> I, I hear you, bro. But then I wouldn't have stopped and bought two balloons for five bucks. What a joke! By the way, bro, if a bio, Ebola spread the way they say it is, yesterday was my anniversary, and I just want to say, if Jackie had Ebola over the past three days, I'd be fucking dead by now. I don't want to get crass, <laughs> but it's been it's been crazy. It's been crazy in the old saccharoni. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let him think when you get older it doesn't get as good, folks. Uh, apparently, uh, apparently, Pete is vouching that the sex definitely increases as you get older. What is uh, the, the what vocabulary no- changes though? I used to call her sexy this and that. The other day, I called her a vixen. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are we celebrating? What year? Oh, sixteen. Uh, wow. 16 years. 16 years. So, uh, listen, let's get back to this deadly disease. Um, When they say uh, all these different ways, like, does it, what is it, what does it mean if just two people, one has Ebola and the other one doesn't, and they're both sitting in the room a foot away from each other, staring at each other and never touch? Apparently, you won't get it that way, right? That's what they're saying based on this website, yes. Because when they say this last woman got, came in contact with 132 people, right? Does that mean like, oh, I went to the deli and I bought a pack of gum. Now they got to call up the gum guy. Did you touch her when you gave it a chiclets? Well, I don't understand like how if you come in contact with 30 people, 
isn't it just exponential that th- those 30 people will then come in contact with another th- and it just goes on and on and on? I would think so. Imagine they caught you right after a Chicago date specifically. Who'd you come in contact with? You'd be like, half of downtown Chicago. We're all dead. We're all fucking dead. (laughs) Jeez. Let's hope Aziz Anziri didn't have it. He just did two sold-out garden shows last Thursday. Oh, he he did? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This guy's doing Madison Square Garden. Good for him. Yeah, well, like I said. And silence. (laughs) Well... I was making a joke, man. I wasn't getting into disease. I was just, you know, saying someone who was, I don't know, dude. All I know is the way things are going pretty soon, within three years or so, there's going to be a bunch of Amish people sitting around going, I fucking knew we did right. I knew we did right not getting caught up in that shit. They're all dead from Ebola now. Yep. Yep. I think we're screwing up, man. I think we got to go go and uh, be some recluses. For the next few minutes, I'm going to give you the facts on Ebola. It'll take just three minutes. But first, today, given what we know, you should have no concerns about Ebola at all. None, I promise. Unless a medical professional has contact personally and told you of some sort of possible exposure, fear not. Do not listen to the hysterical voices on the radio and the television or read the fear-provoking words online. The people who say and write hysterical things are being very irresponsible. Here are the facts. A man contracted Ebola overseas. Tragically, he was dying in a Texas hospital. He was at his most contagious while showing the most severe symptoms. That's how Ebola works. And a healthcare worker at the hospital got the virus from him. She is doing well, she says, Skyping with her family from isolation just yesterday, saying she's blessed to have so much support and such great medical care. The CDC director told us, all of us, yesterday that he did indeed expect other healthcare workers at that hospital who treated that one dying patient to contract the virus. And that's now happened. Another healthcare worker at that same hospital now has Ebola. They tell us they're transferring her to Emory University Hospital in Atlanta. Now, before she showed symptoms, she flew from Cleveland to Dallas on Frontier Airlines. They say she should not have done that, but she did. But as we all now know, if you don't show symptoms, you are not contagious. She did not show symptoms, according to the doctors. Still, medical professionals are contacting everyone who was on that plane to make sure each person is okay. The CDC director says chances are very slim that any of those passengers is sick. Now, big picture, and this is important. You have to remember that in the middle of all of this, you have to remember that there is politics in the mix. With midterm elections coming, The party in charge needs to appear to be effectively leading. The party out of power needs to show that there is a lack of leadership. For the purpose of this fact dissemination exercise, those matters are immaterial. Again, these are the facts. We do not have an outbreak of Ebola in the United States. Nowhere. I'm glad that's over. Oh, by the way, while we're on all this uh, going on stuff, you know my feelings about Putin and his leadership qualities and how I... And the craziness. Okay, okay. So he's going to be in Australia soon. And apparently the president of Australia, they're all going to be there, all the world leaders, you know, with these, all the world leaders with like the top 10, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Economic systems, whatever, you know, the richest 10 countries. So the guy from Australia, the prime minister says, I'm going to pull Putin aside 
and give him a, and I don't know, it's some rugby term, but he basically says he's going to knock Putin on his ass. Right. Now, you think that uh, spokespeople for Russia would at least go, oh, let's all grow up here. They kind of said that. They go, ah, you know, that's kind of immature. But by the way, remind the Prime Minister of Australia that Putin is a fucking judo expert. Yeah, when it sends a message. When does it end with this guy? I mean, oh, just, you, know, you, you, don't, you don't play around with Putin. Every time Obama's golfing, Putin is alone with dirty wraps around each hand, knocking the shit out of a fucking sandbag. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. God. I mean, I don't need my president to be physically tough, but as you would put it, it would be a nice touch. Oh, God, it would be. Can you imagine Obama coming out in like a cutoff? Like a cut, uh, sleeves cut off, just got done with a workout, biceps bulging, you know, with his shorts and weight belt on, and go. Listen, we're gonna uh, we're gonna shut shit down for a while with this Ebola. And by the way, I'm gonna just go do 4:45 for 10. <laughs> Obama's in a parade. Someone attacks him. He puts the guy in a chokehold before the Secret Service can move. And as the guy's go- going unconscious. Obama looks at the Secret Service and says, I got this. I got this. I got this. That would make me feel confident. That would in some warped way, right? Yeah. So, anyway, man, that's that's, that's the world of news from where I'm standing. That's what we got going on. Um, Where are you right now? Where where are we broadcasting from? I'm back home. I was just going for a one-nighter in Jersey, and now uh, I leave. This Friday and Saturday I'll be playing at the Providence comedy connection uh i got a recommendation i know we talked uh, some tv shows in the past i'm heavily into ray donovan right now okay i caught the first three and i kind of bailed what yeah what do you mean yeah this guy i, I literally want to go buy a mercedes and start drinking scotch and go buy a gas mask this guy wore a gas mask in the last episode that i watched and he had a bat uh, and he beat two two guys with a bat while wearing a, a, a gas mask. And I'm sorry, you put a gas mask on your face? It, it literally scares the shit out of people. It's it, it would be beyond frightening if you just sat on a plane, casually pulled out a gas mask. <laughs> and you're just like, no, nah, it's good for the light. The light drives me nuts and it's quiet, it's peaceful. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about if you pulled up at a stoplight and the guy for whatever the reason was honking at you and pulled up next to you and you turned to him and you were wearing a gas mask I, I, I don't I don't know what the guy would do let me ask you this there's three lanes you're in the middle one it's a red light the guy to your left is wearing a gas mask the guy to your right is two cops do you roll down your window and say to the cops Guy to my left's got a fucking gas mask on. I don't know if you care. I just thought I'd tell you. And if you did, do you think the cops would go, you go forward, we're going to come over. What is this fucking guy do? Is that a pullover? Is that a pullover? If, you're, a if cop, you're wearing a gas mask while driving, is that a pullover? Um, I don't think so. I mean, if I was a cop, I would say, I would say yes. But uh, I don't think that's against the law, man. Would you tell the cop at the red light that the guy next to you's got a gas mask? Uh, I beeped it. Well, no, because if I 
I'd have to get the cop's attention, and I know the guy with the gas mask would be looking at me. Yeah. And you would run into the uh, chance that you'd say, hey, hey, uh, police officer, guy next to me's got a gas mask, and the police officer looking right back at you and shrugging his shoulders, can't do anything about it. And then I turn to my left and see the guy with the gas mask looking at me that I told on him, and now we got a problem. Or better yet, he just follows you for the next 20 minutes. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, by the way, half the reason I don't see something when I say something is because I couldn't handle the embarrassment if the cop turned to me and said, what do I give a shit, pal? Yeah. (laughs) I'd be so embarrassed. Or if he was like, oh, what are you going to point out everything you see? Why don't you mind your business? Oh, forget yeah. it, forget it. Forget it. Just let bygones be bygones. Don't <laughs> you, tell on nobody. You want to wear your mask, wear it. <clears throat> you remember that fundraiser I was telling you about? I was telling you that my uh, principal at my high school, part of the school district, had reached out to me and asked me if I'd be part of a fundraiser. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wrote back saying, uh, I'm on the road quite a bit. I don't know uh, what what you're at, what that would entail, uh, but I'd be happy to help any way I could. You know, I gave some information how she can get a hold of me. Bro, I, I thought maybe, hey, next time you're at the club in town, get some tickets or uh, whatever. I don't know. Uh, they want me to do a show in the gym. <laughs> what? They want me to do a show in the high school gym. Not happening. What? Come on. That's that's biting off a little bit more than they could chew, huh? As this is a fundraiser, how much do you think it would cost to ask you to do something like do a show? We were hoping to have it in the gym. Uh, you know, I mean, no. In the gym? Go lay down. I mean, I know it's a fundraiser for the school, but that doesn't mean we have to do it at the school, man. Yeah, let's do it <laughs> off-site. Yeah, give give me a fighting chance. Jesus. So anyway, yeah, that's that. Thought I'd share that with you. What? Um, Would you do uh, that? Would you do that if you if you especially because I'm playing at a club? Shit, maybe a mile and a half. That one club, McGuire's, is around the corner from my high school. So in a couple of months, right, or a month. What if your high school got a hold of you? We want to do a big show in the gym. We'll set it up with the bleaches. Everyone will be there. It means so much to us. I don't know. I'm uh, I'm on the I'm on the fence with that right now. Uh, it would be cool, but then it would be like I don't know. I'd like proper settings when it comes to stand up. You know, and I'll be completely honest with you, Moranist on this show. Uh, and I don't even know if I need to add enough at the end of what I'm about to say. But the biggest reason why I don't want to do this right now is I'm not famous enough. I, I I'm not where I, I'm not big enough yet where I'm ready to come back home. <laughs> you know? When are you? I'm fucking. When you can't email me on Facebook and know you're gonna get a response in a half <laughs> hour. How about that? <laughs> I mean, you know, jeez. <laughs> How about how about when you're not opening up with we'll do it at the gym? You're opening up to we'll do it at least on the football field. I don't know, man. I'm just saying. Oh, Who is he? What was he on? What did he do? Uh, no, nah, he's got a thing with the CBS. Oh, is it on? Yeah. No, it's not on yet. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. I want to be like where they go. Some people brought the box set of all eight seasons. They want you to sign the car. Oh, bring them over. I'll <laughs> Do you have a do you ha- have you thought of a name for your show yet? You don't have to say it, but do you have you got a name for your sitcom? 
I don't have a name yet, but uh, I don't know. Sebastian sounds good. You think he's just gonna? Yeah. See, I'm definitely. I I want to go with my name in it. I want to go, and I have I have an idea of what we're gonna do. My guy came up with it. I really like it. Could you share it? Why not? I think I can. Working title. I think we might be going with ninety second and Pete. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, the name of the street. Yeah, ninety second uh, and Pete. Nice. I think nice. so. A little something, yeah. Do you think that's going to be shortened when this thing, uh, you know, hits and they're going to go? Did you watch ninety second last night? That's what I'm saying, man. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that because at least you know my name's in the title. Um, how about uh, what to go? How about we go, Pete and Pete and ninety second. No, now it's like, what are they peeing in 90 seconds? What, you know? 90 okay. se- Bro, bottom line, if it gets to the point where people are at the water cooler going, did you see 90 seconds last night? We're fine. We're fine. We're in yeah, a good we're place. Good. We're, we're good. in a good place. Yeah, yeah. Now, will they be going for yours? Did you see Seb? Did you see Seb? Nah, they're going to have to. <laughs> that. <laughs> That should be a tag at the end of your pilot episode. You're going to come back on and go, I know you love this, and you're going to tell your friends tomorrow, don't start saying, did you see Seb? It's always Sebastian. Yeah. Shorthand is Sebastian, okay? No no, no cutting it. Uh... Man, my father had a huge problem with that growing up. Huge problem with that. Well, People I... always used to call me Sebby, Seb. He's like, your name's Sebastian. Yeah, I can imagine, man. You got to find, like, because there's a lot of names. Like, I like Anthony. I really like Anthony, but I don't like Tony. And I really don't like T. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, do you ever open up your wife's mail? Uh, no, never. Nah. I mean, not because I'm like, oh, what are you getting? It's just, I don't open any of the mail, actually. You don't, you don't do mail? No, I don't open the mail. She opens all the mail. Uh, okay. I'm mail guy. Yo, really? Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about this? No, no. How excited I get when the mail comes? Oh, really? Especially if it's uh, a Monday, because I know there's an extra day that they didn't deliver it on Sunday, so there's going to be more on Monday. Oh, God. I, when the you ma- know, I'll write your letters. I didn't know that. Oh, God. When the mail comes, man, the excitement that goes through my body to figure out what they sent me. You ever look at an envelope and go, what the hell's in here? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. But I tend to do it more like, what the hell's in here, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not positive. I, I'm rarely open with positive, man. Yeah, it's it's generally a negative. I think, I think a lot of negative stuff comes in the mail, right? Yeah. Usually, of course, man. I mean, once in a while. But with odd jobs, once in a while, you know, we get these residuals from things, and you're just like, hey, well, here's 75 bucks. Here you go. Yeah, boom. <laughs> Out yeah, of nowhere. You, yeah, they wet your beak a little bit. But for the most part, it's a ticket. Oh. It's a summons for maybe uh, jury duty. <clears throat> it's, uh... I got, I got audited once. Maybe the worst piece of mail I ever got in my life. How does that come? How does that come? Did you know right off the bat that there was an audit? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, come on. You get that mail, and it's got that little see-through window, and you see internal revenue service. You, you, you know you didn't just win a fucking contest. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. It's never like, hey, just wanted to write a letter and say, you've been so great with your taxes lately. We like to reach out and thank our valued customers. 
So no. how does that work? Take us through that. I mean, was that as it was, bad it, as people say it is? Yeah, it was. But I mean, for me, it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, I file my taxes and I do them honestly. It was just a matter of um, my expenses for one particular year. They do a random. The computer just spits out random people, and I got plucked and I got picked. And it wanted to review. Uh, I had what they felt was uh, quite a few write-offs in one particular department of my write-offs. So I had to go in, get all. My, I had all my receipts though on the credit card. You know, when you go in, bro, it's crazy. You go into the building in New York City, and there's security. There's a metal detector and stuff you got to get through. And because I can imagine, you know, this just takes one guy to go. I'm, you know, I'm gonna go in there. I'm just gonna fucking, <laughs> you know. But you yeah. go, and then the. Your agent meets you downstairs, and it was uh, this very nice woman who I had to walk with all the way upstairs, and then we're going to go into a cubicle, and we're going to go over all my finances. And uh, as you take that long walk with her, I mean, bro, I was laying it on. I'm like, oh, you look fantastic in that outfit. It's so nice out. It's great that we finally get to wear sundresses for the women, and I know myself, and it's great to get that jacket off, and... It's really nice up here. I had no idea. I'm, you know, this is a really hard job what you guys do. I can't imagine the assholes and the things you have to deal with. <laughs> oh, wow. Kissing what? it. Come on. You could see right through that. Well, it's better than going, all right, bitch, show me the cuticle. <laughs> you know? And she was really nice, too. But, man, then you sit down and you start going through it. And, and bro, it's like I was writing off. I wrote off. I don't write off every piece of clothing. But I wrote off, like, my suit that I wore on Letterman, right? Yeah. And she goes, you can't write off wardrobe uh, if you can wear whatever you're writing off, if you can wear it outside of your job. And I go, but that's my Letterman suit. I've only worn it twice ever on Letterman. It's just for Letterman. I go, so basically you're telling me unless I wore, like, a pirate costume yeah. I can't, and she's like, yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, man, there's another, like, $700 charges or whatever, $1,000. So that's just an adjustment. My question is, when you get audited, when do you go to prison? Like, what? what is the... Well, when you're not paying taxes. Yeah, I know when you're not paying, but, like, how bad does it got to be? Like, uh, didn't Wesley Snipes not pay his taxes for a while? And yeah, but he didn't I mean, go to prison, did he? he? Yeah, he eventually went to prison, but was he not paying? I mean, like, you know, was it? Because it's like, dude, you're Wesley Snipes. They're probably going, hey, we didn't get Wesley Slip yet. I mean, I don't know if he was just dodging, but like that Real Housewives of, uh, I think it's of Jersey or something. Yeah, yeah. Jackie watches that, and the one woman's going to jail, and the husband's going to jail. Yeah, what'd they do? Oh, wait, no, that's right. He was doing, like, lying about his finances to get mortgages. Um, Yeah, that's what he was doing. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I guess it would be like, let's say, uh, you know, you do some commercial in Switzerland and they give you a million dollars cash or in a money order and you put it in some Swiss account or something and you don't let the government ever know about it or whatever. I don't know. I know, man, but, like, it's it's uh, it seems like it would take a lot. But then again, I met a guy once who's like... I hadn't filed my taxes in 10 years, and then the last three years, I just started doing it. I go, what? And he goes, eh, I never made enough that they would care. I'm like, you just you just <laughs> don't file? I mean, I paid that Florida ticket. I went huffing and puffing, but I paid that damn Florida oh, ticket. Oh, did we pay that? Did you pay that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a great uh, email from a guy from Indiana, a fan of the show. God damn, I got to start remembering names. But he's on the job out in Indiana. He's a cop, and uh, basically... 
he was like, yeah, dude, you got to pay it. That's it, man. Follow the law. Don't try and skim around it. I don't think there's any way to... You just got to pay, man. That's it. Yeah, you know, but this was just a matter of me not knowing what I could write off. But when I was walking back with the lady, she does say, um, you know, sometimes we sit down and do these audits and you end up getting more money back. Other times you have to give more money. I'm like, yeah, yeah. When did that one time never happen? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. So, yeah, more often than not, it's bad mail. Got a delivery. <sighs> Who is it? Got a delivery. Come on, spark plug. Come on, I got a delivery. It's kind of hot out here, buddy. Come on, Sparky. What's up? Nice house. I didn't expect you to answer, but this is a fine place here. What are you, one of those uh, entertainer guys, huh? What, do you play sports? What team do you play man, for? I play for the Cucamonga Cracker Killers. You won't take it. Hey, to. don't want any trouble with you. You don't have to send your uh, posse out here to do uh, 187 in my ass. Just uh, got a little mail for you to sign. Partner. What's this? Uh, that's what they call a delinquent property tax notice. I hope the uh, cracker killers pay well, otherwise it's back to the ghetto, you go. Uh, take it easy. Hustling and surviving. Good times! But to get excited in this day and age, here comes the mail. That's right, that's what I gotta look forward to. I like when Jackie, like, gets a piece of mail that says, Mrs. Peter Corielli. Oh, yeah, yeah, don't you feel a sense of pride? Absolutely. You can take that letter and go sit in the back of the cave while I watch over the den. That's nice. it. That's nice. Yeah, I would never get my mail like that, right? Miss, Mr. Jacqueline Corielli. Oh, yes. What if two gay men get married? Does one take the other one's name? I don't know. How does that work? Oh, boy, if you and I would get married, we'd be fighting. I'd be like, how do you think Maniscalco rolls off the tongue better than Corielli? <laughs> Sebastian Corielli, it's got a ring to it. Bro, your career would even move along a little faster. Come on. I don't know. I, I'd have to say if it went Pete Maniscalco, it sounds like... It sounds pretty concise. No, right, construction Maniscalco, site. It's a construction company. That's a construction company. Uh, could be. Pete could Maniscalco be. Construction. Oh, you never use Pete Maniscalco? Forget it. They do the oh, best side man. work work. It's unbelievable what they do in driveways. <laughs> oh, and when they, Pete Maniscalco comes over and they start doing the work, sometimes you can hear him laughing because they put on that comedy of Sebastian Corielli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is what... Get ready for us, Riot Cast. We're pretending we're married. Uh... <laughs> You don't get that at any other show. <laughs> oh, by the way, last show I do that lyric about Jimmy from Boston calling him an asshole. Jokingly, Jimmy, I love you, baby. And of course, it's the very first show in 138 that he leaves this really heartfelt message about both of us saying nice stuff. I dish it out. I'm able to take it. Shit. Where I come from being called an asshole is a term of endearment. Lighter. Wow. Is he a sensitive guy, this guy? He likes to think he's not, but he is. He is. I think so. I think, I think I'm feeling a bit of sensitivity. By the way, speaking from Jimmy from Boston, I want to uh, uh, make an announcement here. that tickets just went on sale for January 16th, Friday night, 7.30 p.m. show at the Wilbur Theater in Boston. Uh, promo code WT15. Go to Wilbur, uh, thewilbur.com. For tickets, uh, that's January 16th, 
2015, always a pleasure coming back to Boston. Very nice, man. Um, had the, had the, my sister over with her three kids and my buddy over with his two kids. So there was five kids, uh, uh, twins who are one years old, a three-year-old, a four-year-old, and another, I'd say maybe eight-month-old. So there was five kids total. And uh, had a great time. Uh, and, and they were watching the kids play. And me and Lana looking and going, I think we got a good house for kids to play in. You know, like when you walk into that house, our house that run, that kind of like long runway. Yeah. I, that was being used so much that night that I'm thinking, this is our, our playroom. Like, uh, do you have a playroom, a designated room in your home where Sadie plays? No, I mean, we're going to make, we have an upstairs room, we're going to make a playroom, and I plan on putting a blackboard on the wall and all this cool shit, but right now, she's just everywhere. Okay, did you have a a, a playroom growing up? Yeah, it was called my bedroom. Yeah! Now, all of a sudden, you got to have, like, a play area? Like, Lana had a, a, a play area in her house. And uh, she goes, what was your play area? I go, wherever we played. Yeah, you just grab the toys and go sit in the living room or wherever. And my mother would be like, get him to get the hell out of here with the toys. Yeah. That's it, man. I didn't know there was like a specific playroom. But anyway, after the night, we, we were telling you, this, this, this is a, a good house for kids. It, I think I got the kid bug. Wow, man. I think I came down with the kid bug on Sunday night. <laughs> it's a nice, that's a nice touch. <laughs> well, all I can tell you, dude, Lou, can we get some cliche music? Because I'm going to sound like everybody else with a kid, but... There we go. It's just beyond the coolest, greatest fucking thing. You can't even imagine how insanely awesome it is, man. It's just... That's all I'm saying. I sent you that thing where I even said you don't have to comment, but I took my daughter to that arena and she was dancing and it was just me and her. It's just, dude, it's great. It's great. Yeah, Pete sent a video of his daughter and Pete never sends anything. I think he sent maybe a couple photos and he just sent this video over the week and uh, just, just adorable. I mean, the kid's dancing. In the, in the gymnasium, I think it's at Fredonia College, and yeah. uh, she got some moves. I got to say, got some moves, man. Yeah, and I love the way you preface it by saying, "No need to respond, just showing you." Yeah, what a what a class act. You like I mean, <laughs> with all these parents nowadays sending shit and just hoping, you know, like look at looking for like a compliment they're looking for stuff the way pete does it and take note people no need to respond but just want to show you a little glimpse and and that was it and 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 that's all you needed and the way you do it is reminiscent to basically how michael jackson managed his entire career michael jackson didn't do interviews. Michael Jackson wasn't on TV a lot. When you saw him, it was a treat. 
Yeah, I, I, dude, I've, I'm blown away. I'm glad you recognize that, man. It's a, it's a conscious choice. Yeah, and, and, it's, and it's the right choice. And you know, when we see a Sadie sighting, it's special. <laughs> As it should be. I'm As glad you, be. glad you're getting the bug, man. It's exciting. Yeah, the bug is in. I think, uh, and we'll see. We'll see what happens over the course of a year. Here, I'm not saying we're trying, but I'm just saying it was nice to see the house populated with some kids. And I got to tell you, my buddy's kid, very polite, you know, three years old, he's a kid, or a boy, and uh, I got to tell you, though, the kid's horny. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like, the kid's horny, he's like, uh, he's like kissing up on the twins, and I was like, uh, and even, you know, my buddy, I said, you know, kid's horny, he goes, yeah, I don't know what the fuck, I don't know what to do. He's four? He's four? He's three. And he's, he's like... Uh, he's just showing affection. He doesn't know... Affection? He's got a boner. What, come on. what do you mean he's got a boner? How do you know he's got a boner? Then my buddy told me. The kid gets a boner. Looks at a magazine. Gets a boner. Uh-oh. Boner alert. This kid's three going on 32. Yeah. Kid's going through puberty already. <laughs> uh, Is that possible? I don't know. I, just, I didn't think it would be, man. <clears throat> Not at that age, but you're telling me that's what the bro- the, the buddy's telling you. I mean, it's, I don't want to see to, signs of that. Ah, man. I, 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 one thing I got to ask you. when Before you had Sadie, did you have in your head what Sadie might look like? Yeah, I tried. She doesn't look anything like that. So she doesn't match what you think she was going to look like? No, but obviously she looks way better to me, and, you know, so will yours, no matter what. But, yeah, I, you know, she doesn't look... I don't think she looks a lot like me, man. Well, Lana and I often, like, say, what do you, what do you think our kid will look like? You think it will have your nose, my lips, a big head? And it's it's like you're trying to piece it together, and I'm wondering if it ever pieces together the way people think think it's going to look. Well, uh, not even to be a fly on the wall, but I'm sure you've had some comment along the line sitting on the couch, some version of, uh, Lana, even if we didn't want to have a kid, it would be a crime to society to not shoot out the gorgeousness that this kid would be combining oh. a, right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's what I used to, but every parent says that, man, it's so funny. Uh. It's, it's it's par for the course that you have to say that, but I mean you don't say that in uh, in Vic's company. No, I yeah you know, but that's uh, I don't know, man. I mean you know, do you you don't if it's a girl you don't want it to have all all features dominating, man. You know, Billy Joel's daughter is very attractive now, but she had a rough go for a while. A rough <laughs> yeah. go it takes a no. while to develop into the looks of an Italian father if you're a daughter. Yeah, I, I I agree. But if I do have a boy, when we do have a child, I'd like to think that the boy I'm gonna is gonna be well dressed. I, I think it's well dressed, well groomed, uh, not like a slob. Some of these kids, man, you look around and I don't know if it's a Los Angeles thing, but they look like Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean. You know, like that hair. 
all over. You can't even tell if it's a boy or girl. Have you seen that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just letting it grow, letting it be what it is, man. Yeah, man. I'm into that. I, I like to think that my kid is going to be four or five years old. Wearing a nice, you know, nice little suit jacket. Maybe even have a little little product in the hair. What do you think of that? They're too young? No, the product is fine. I remember when I was five years old, the old man would cover my face and drown me in Aquanet before we went out. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, as far as the, the, the shoes and that, you know, it's too soon for the suit, depending on the occasion. Um, I tell you, though. Last week, I went to uh, one of these local farms where you get your pumpkins, you know, and they have hay rides and all, you know, and stuff. It took Sadie. And this one, this one bothers me. And not just at the barn, wherever we were. I've, I've seen it in stores. When parents let their kids randomly wear a costume, like, oh, Captain America. It's a Saturday afternoon. You're at Home Depot with your father, and you're in a Captain America outfit. What? You've never, never seen that? Never, no. Oh, I've seen that move too many times. Kid just comes out of the room with his Halloween costume or Captain America thing he got, you know. And he's like, I want to wear it now. And the parent's like, okay. What? No, because they don't want to deal with it. It's not Halloween. Put it away. And then the kid cries. And they want the kid to also be able to be free, to be whatever it wants. It can't be whatever it wants to be. It's too dumb to know what it wants to be yet. I need to tell it what it wants to be. And it wants to be in jeans and a fucking shirt. That's what it yeah, wants to be in. you tell the kid. <laughs> the kid don't know at that age. It don't know, man. Oh, God. I'm surprised you've never seen that, man. I've never seen a, a, a Halloween costume without it being Halloween. God, you're, you're going to have the only kid who's going to bring a charcuterie plate to lunch in kindergarten. Oh, you damn right he is. <laughs> wait, wait. Do they even do that anymore? Like, uh, it used to be, I think it was... Um, uh, no, I think it was soccer during halftime kids used to bring the kids parents used to bring like oranges yeah always oranges yeah like the oranges and whatnot my family brought like like like, like grapes apples I mean it looked like they went to an orchard and, <laughs> and picked a variety of, of, of fruit some celery and peanut butter. The kids were like, yeah. The kids were so exhausted after eating my my parents' fruit plate that they brought. They couldn't even go back out and play the second half. A couple of them were asking for wine if the parents weren't looking. <laughs> Dude, that's so old school Italian. My dad's father, my grandfather, God rest his soul, so Italian. When we eat, when I eat at my grandparents, I remember even at five years old, bro, after dinner, I got a cup of coffee. And a little a little mug. Me and my sister, yeah. we got coffee. There's nothing wrong with, you know, coffee. Even, like, when I was a kid, my parents used to, to to take a little wine and put it on my, like, tongue or teeth. Just to kind of give me a little taste, you know? Yeah, let you know. Behave yourself. Try to live a long life. You make it to 21, you get to drink this shit whenever yeah. you want. You introduce it slowly. I got no problem with giving the kid a little drop of wine. Right? No, nah, I already dipped my finger. My grand, my Sadie's grandfather does it more than I ever could, but he constantly dipping his finger in his beer, and she's sucking on his finger, man. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. But, the, the, you know, I'm sure we got some parents out there going, oh, my God, they do what? 
Yeah, you know what they do? They do it how it, it was done back in the day. And look at how we grew up. That's Fine. Right. That's right. It's a gateway. Yeah, it's a gateway that you open to a good time. That's it. <laughs> got a, I got a lot to get done today, man. I, and this is a, for lack of a better word, it's a cosmetic day for me. Oh, this is like uh, when Dorothy and the Scarecrow and Tin Man Lion made it to Oz and they got tightened up. Yeah, yeah, a lot, some oil, you know, uh, my, my oil is a little, little base on a spray tan, doing a little massage. Now here By we go. Way, yeah. Go ahead. Massage. I mean, is it out of line to walk in and casually say to the masseuse, have you flown recently? Have you had any connection or attachment to Ebola? Have you rubbed the back of anyone from Dallas in the past four days? Good question. Good question. Didn't even think about that. I mean, he could be rubbing that shit right in. Smush, right smushing in. it in. I could get up from the massage and vomit right on his table. Oh, you might be dead halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> God. So is, Ly is Lana lined up for the royalties if that went down for the new uh, Showtime? I mean, or is that going to mom and pop? No, I got to You know what? It's funny that you mentioned that. I got to switch a few things to Lana's name on, uh, on, on some of my accounts. I mean, why? Do you got shit going to your parents if you pass off tonight? Bro, no. That's why I texted you when I flew with Jackie. Oh, that's right. What, what, what did you tell me? That, I was... That, uh, was that was that your will? Yeah, I, I don't I don't have a will. And me and Jackie were getting on the plane, and I realized, man, if this plane crashed, we don't have a will. So I texted you and my and my lawyer Ray, and I texted you to say that if I go down, uh, have my sister raise Sadie, and all the money goes to Sadie. But now, does that stand in a court of law? I mean, would I be summoned into the courtroom? And the, Sebastian Mascot, please stand. Uh, hold true number two. Yeah, uh, can we see your phone? Well, yeah. be better yet, better yet. If, like, that happened and I died, all right, you're all done. I'm gone, Jackie's gone, you are how you knew us. Do you think you'd at least reach out to Ray and say, hey, Ray, you know, I know Pete with the lawyer and you've done show with our stuff. I don't know if this means anything, but he sent me a text right before the plane crashed. Would you reach out and do that for me? Because that's what I was needing you to do. Yeah, no, I would go and say, hey, listen, Pete sent me a text. And uh, does the text mirror a will? <laughs> and he's going to go, what do you do? <laughs> he sent me a text, told me that everything goes to Sadie. I, w I now, told you who I wanted to raise Sadie, too, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, does that even stand up in a court of law that if I said, if I came in to testify and go, listen, I have it right here on my phone. That all the money goes to uh, Sadie when she turns. I mean, it doesn't even say when she turns eighteen. There's no, there's no stipulations in that text. I think you got to go see a lawyer, draw up an, a proper will here, man. But that's what I'm doing. You don't have a will right now either. No, I have, I have no will, and you know, I think a will should be drawn up when you start having kids. But should I have a will now? Well, I mean, you know, I, it's really not necessary just yet. 
Maybe for tax purposes, you might want to have a will. If you do make up a will, and as I'm making up my will, let's have a secret pact where we each leave each other something we don't tell the other one about under 50 bucks. <laughs> I already know what I'm leaving you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> well, what's that? <laughs> I thought it was supposed to be a secret. Oh, uh, yeah, all right, let's leave it a secret. That's fair enough, man. <clears throat> <laughs> Just to let you know, in case you were going to rub your fingers together with excitement, if I kicked it, I don't have any Michael Jackson albums, bro. Otherwise, they would be yours. They would be. You don't even have the Thriller album? No. I was uh, listening the other day, though, and one of his songs came on the radio. I always think of you when Michael Jackson comes on. I mean, I always change it, too. But a song came on, and I kept it on the whole way through. I can't remember what it was, but I meant to point out that he had one that I listened to all. It's not that I don't like him. It's just. I find that if unless I'm dancing, that's what you listen to at a wedding. If Michael Jackson comes on, I'm down, I'm down. I want to start something. But just driving? Beat it, beat, beat. Oh, my God. I'd rather hear the Al. We had Al Yankovic virgin. Oh, come on. If I was in a funeral home and I heard Thriller, I'd keep it on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. There's never, when I'm skimming the radio and it comes on, there's never a time I shut any of the songs off. That's how That's how good the songs are. Do you sing along? I mean, are you literally in the car mm. going, It's after me. Uh, sometimes I'll break out into the... You know, one of, one of those... Sometimes I'll break out into that. I mean, I'm not going to sing the whole song, but sometimes I go, ha <laughs> You know, something. Just to, just to feel like I'm part of the, the movement. Like that song where he goes, You knock me off of my feet now, baby. You'd go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that would make me feel more uncomfortable at a red light than a man in a gas mask. <laughs> <laughs> you knock me off of my feet now, baby. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I tell you, next time I'm in town, uh, after we have our tennis match, let's go to Michael Jackson's grave. Oh, that's a great idea. Let's do that. We'll go to the grave. Maybe we'll cast from the grave. Just 15 minutes. Let's just do a little uh, remote from the grave site. It's going down. Next time I'm in town, as close as we can get to that thing. By the way, did you see his coffin? And again, forgive me for mentioning this again, but if I had in the last 140 shows, I have to mention it again. God forbid, whenever I pass away, yeah, I want that type of casket. Oh, I don't... You didn't see it? No. The thing was beautiful. It was like a silver bullet. <laughs> oh, the really? Thing, it was like mirrored. It was uh, stunning. I, 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 Can we get I, a he, shot of it on the on the wall of the Facebook, man? Oh yeah, no, we're, we're putting the casket up on the wall. It wasn't no, see it, it, not see through though, right? It was gold. No, it was gold. It was silver. It it it, it literally was. I, I don't even know what it was. It, it looked like. You could see yourself in it. That's it. like it was almost waxed. Like he picked it out. He had to pick it out. That's what I want to ask the family. Did Michael Jackson pick out his coffin? Who picked out the coffin? 
And if you had to guess, would you say six figures for this thing? Good question. Good question on this casket. The casket alone, it looks so beautiful. I might even buy it just to have it in my, like, um, in, in the house. The casket just to, is just... just <laughs> as a piece of furniture. The casket's so gorgeous, it almost makes you look forward to dying. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't you think the casket is... I mean, people are going to come see you, right? And and when they walk into the, the funeral home, don't you think if you had a casket that was shining and it was gold and was just dripping of class, people would go, Oh, look at the casket. <laughs> Listen, if, if you go sadly before me, if you had a casket any less than that, I would be astonished. I wouldn't be surprised if next to your casket you have some high-level wax, and instead of saying a prayer and crying, people spray a little of the casket, and they get to wax a little rub. You just everyone gets to wax the casket. Why not? <laughs> uh, by the way, the casket, uh, from what I'm researching here up on Google, uh, thought it was going to be more than this, but twenty-five grand. Wow, man, that's that's not much at all. What it was was a, a solid bronze with a hand-polished 14-carat cold plate finish and a blue velvet-lined interior. What do you think of that? I don't know. I mean, that's I'm surprised. I'm surprised it wasn't a lot more. It makes me think that he didn't have control over it. 25 grand on the casket. I think they, I think they, I don't know. The whole funeral cost a million. Don't you plan on getting buried in a suit that's 30G alone? Do you think? <laughs> I mean, I, I hope to have, well, I'm going cremated, but if I was going to get laid to rest, my shoes would be 10 grand. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, hey, you know, what about these people I've been reading, uh, about as more and more people seem to be going the route of humor on their tombstones. Uh, I don't know about that, but I, 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 before we get into that, I, I just pulled up some of the expenses of Michael Jackson's funeral. Sixteen grand for flowers. Casket couch. I don't know what that is. Two hundred and fifty dollars. He's got such a big casket. They got a couch in it. They got a couch in the casket. <laughs> Uh, Jackson's burial outfit, thirty-five grand. That's what I'm saying, man. The That's it, man. Glendale Police Department and city support, one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. Can you believe it? See now, if you're so famous that when your family takes you up the hill to bury you, everybody wants to come and be there because Sebastian Maniscalco has meant so much to so many. Why is it your family's responsibility to pay the city for crowd control? You're penalizing me because my husband was popular? Yeah. You I, control I, the crowd. <laughs> I, is there any other way to see it? I, I, I don't know why. I, I think the city would have to incur that cost. Um, by the way, this is kind of embarrassing. After the, the, the funeral... They had like a reception, and they all went to this place called Villa Sor Soriso, 
And they had like past food, bruschetta, fruit skewers, beef satay. Uh, guess guess what the bill was on that? Wow. Michael Jackson's post funeral reception. I would I would like to think for the greatest R and B singer of all time, a legend, a Beatle for America, we're talking at least $75,000 for this little soiree to celebrate the man, the myth, the legend. Twenty-one grand. I think my parents spent that on my communion. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Next thing you're going to tell me, and they, and they used Michael Jackson's credit card to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> that is... Oh. Sad. Terrible. That's a fancy barbecue. That's a fancy by twenty-one grand for the the best entertainer of all time, in my personal opinion. Come on, bro. I uh, this this reeks of Tito. <laughs> <laughs> Tito's always oh. been the one budgeting the money tight. Wow. God. That's yeah. That's throwing me, man. That's throwing the, me. The open bar. $10,800. Guest hit the alcohol ceiling. The open bar, they cleared the open bar. Uh, come on, you don't clear an open bar after a, a, a funeral. That, do you? Was it, they, they drank the bar out of booze? It says the most expensive, the open bar. Instructions on the bill said the bar was to notify. Oh, oh, here we go. This is, I didn't even read this. Instructions on the bill said the bar was to notify host when the $10,800 was met. So, oh, I know. They said that there's a limit on the booze for Michael Jackson? Oh. That guy's worth a billion. Oh, my. That means there was a point in the funeral party after the funeral. Where somebody that worked for the establishment had to yell out, Excuse me, everybody, just want to let you know, cash bar the rest of the night. <laughs> That's what was said at Michael Jackson's funeral party. I couldn't imagine. I mean, if they notified and said, Listen, we're at the $11,000 limit, and then the person, whoever's in charge, said, Okay, it's all right, go ahead. But the way this is, oh, wait a minute, based on the final total, the guests hit that alcohol ceiling. Now that's a wake made for a king. No, it ain't. There ain't no ceiling on the booze at Jackson's uh, post-reception. I'm sorry. No, it's unheard of, man. I mean, and before you yell out, cash bought the rest of the night, you would think someone would go, go up to Spike Lee and tell him we're about to announce cash bar. Maybe he'll just leave his credit card. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Another one. Again? Hold on. Play the, play, the, play the comedy. Hold on. I was sitting in my house a couple weeks ago, just relaxing. My doorbell rang. This is weird. It's a different feeling when your doorbell rings today opposed to 20 years ago, right? 20 years ago, your doorbell rang? That was a happy moment in your house. It's called company be sitting there on a Thursday night watching TV. Your doorbell rang. The whole family shot off the couch. Oh, my God! 
sign somebody's hand. We got people. I, the whole family went to the door. The kids were in socks. They slid up to the door. Nobody looked to see who it was. Right, you just opened up the door. You were like, oh my God, look at that. Look at who's here. And you'd ask him, what the hell are you doing here? And the person would be like, I was in the neighborhood. I thought I might stop by, see how the kids are doing. They're like, oh, come on in. We're going to have some cake. Your mother had a little Anthemans. Maybe some Sara Lee crumble cake. Just in case company came over. She made an announcement when she bought it. She's like, listen, nobody touched this cake. This is for company only. Those crap muffins, those are for you people. better hope to God somebody comes over so we could cut the cake. <laughs> she put her cake in the middle of the table, proud of it. And she put it right in the middle. Cut yourself a slice. My cup of coffee. We're gonna do co want some Sanka? <laughs> yeah, that's old school. A lot of the young kids are looking at me like, what is that, an iPhone app? What the hell is Sanka? Your mother had a tin, brown and orange tin of Sanka, ready to go just in case the company, she put a big pot on the table, go ahead. Nobody had a cell phone back then. If your, if your, if your, if your house phone did ring, your father stood up and said, nobody get that phone. We got company. <laughs> and you lost track of time. Two hours went by. You were like, we got to get out of here. And said, That's okay. Next time we're going to come by, you'll be like, yeah, my door's always open. <laughs> now your doorbell rings. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> right, your own mother's crawling across the kitchen floor. Get down my army crawl! Army crawl, get in the closet. Go get the sword in the living room. Somebody get the sword underneath the couch in the living room. There's a sword. The amount of boxes that come to this house, it looks like UPS delivery system in here. Now, do you get as excited for a box as you do for mail? Oh, uh, the boxes mm. triple the mail excitement. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, just to wrap up this Michael Jackson thing, I want to go on record saying I haven't felt this uncomfortable with uh, the level of star not being treated properly since we talked about Bacula being in coach with his family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, and, and I'm sorry to keep going on this, but I'm reading here that the papers also show that sisters Janet and Latoya Jackson were owed reimbursements of forty-nine grand and twenty-five hundred dollars, respectfully, for fronting immediate funeral costs. You mean to tell me this guy didn't have enough money in his checking account to cover his own funeral? 
uh, well, his money was probably frozen, so they put their money up to cover the cost. And then when we all split up Michael's money, we're taking our money out, five grand each for the bar, before, <laughs> before everyone else. Dude, she should be able to live alone, Janet Jackson, off of the money she made in the sitcom Good Times when she was 11 years old. <laughs> Let alone the rock star she was or, or singer she was. What is going on with this penny-pinching family? I don't know. I mean, I, listen, I know Michael Jackson wasn't cheap. I know that. But the way they're operating this funeral thing is uh, beyond my comprehension. This better be a wake-up call to Stephen and Danny Baldwin. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> God. I don't know, man. Well, I'll tell you, that's that's the, that's the beauty of the Pete and Sebastian show. We didn't even know when we started out we were going to be dissecting the finances of Michael Jackson's funeral. It's amazing where the show takes us. Yeah, and I look forward to the show at the gravesite. <laughs> I'm excited for that. I might fly out there on my United credit just to do the show. <laughs> Uh, all right, all right so Greg Hagen, we'll see you where? Where are you this weekend? Yes, come to the Comedy Connection in Providence, man. Come on down. It's a great club, Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday. I will be not this weekend, but next weekend I will be at the Improv in West Palm Beach, Florida, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Come check it out. Until then, we will see you guys next Friday, and uh, take care. Great hanging, bro. All right, take care. The show has ended. What? No, because they don't want to deal with it. It's not Halloween. Put it away. And then the kid cries. And they want the kid to also be able to be free, to be whatever it wants. It can't be whatever it wants to be. It's too dumb to know what it wants to be yet. I need to tell it what it wants to be. And it wants to be in jeans and a fucking shirt. That's what it wants to be. Yeah.